In today's episode, we discuss the show. That's right. It's an extras episode. What did you expect? Here we go. Welcome back to You're Not My Father, the best family-friendly podcast from Alaska and this side of Anchorage. Wait a minute, which side? I don't know. I was never really good at geometry. I'm your host, Thomas Brando Greenman. Um, we're going to skip all the normal stuff. If you're listening to this episode, you're probably a listener. <laughs> Less hope so. Um, so you know the deal. But um, I like to do these extras episodes where um, we kind of talk about the show. Stuff really kind of more about uh, me and what I'm doing and what the show's stuff going on in the background and all the other stuff. Yeah, um, it seems like we get quite a few listeners who listen to these types of episodes, so why not give you what you want? Um, isn't that kind of one of the things I'm here for? So um, what's been going on with the show? The The biggest thing right now has been interviews. Um so uh, I'm I'm a redditor, and um, I use it as a, <laughs> I guess, some way of keeping in touch with the world at large. Um, there's both good and bad stuff on Reddit. Um, some of it can be toxic, but the flip side, there can be a lot of really great stuff on that opposite end of the spectrum, you know, to the amazing. And so I got tied up into... Um, Basically, it was a podcast exchange, and so you kind of exchange guests and ideas. And since then, um, I've actually moved on. Well, I wouldn't say moved on. I have incorporated even another resource that does that specifically. It's um, I think it's Matchmaker.fm or Matchmake.fm, something like that. But anyway, um, I, I didn't really kind of want to do interviews on "You're Not My Father." In the beginning, I just didn't, um, you know, being an interviewee or a guest, I'm sorry, on another podcast was a way that, you know, you could kind of get the word out. It's kind of like what um, game shows, I'm sorry, not game shows, late night talk shows do. So like the Conan O'Brien show, the late night uh, David Letterman, because geez, really showing my age now. Um, those types of things where, you know, they have guests on and they kind of plug their stuff. So it's it's a way that the show can stay relevant and up to date, but also people can come on and you kind of get um, you get that that cross feedback as far as advertising goes, or being able to um, talk about projects and whatnot. So, it, I don't have to explain it to you; you get it. <laughs> but um, we did our first. Um, well, I did my first uh, guest spot on somebody else's show 
and it was really, really cool. Um, I really got to, to know the gentleman who, who does a really amazing history podcast and, uh, we kind of hit it off. Just kind of one of those things like we had a lot in common, basically around the same age, grew up roundabout close-ish type of area. Um, it was awesome. You know, I really got a lot out of it and, uh, me and him actually kind of chat back and forth every once in a while in text and he shares episodes of his podcast and, you know, it's, there's a friendship forming there. It's, it's been really cool. I didn't, I didn't expect that. Um, and I didn't anticipate that happening, but you know, it was a very awesome side effect to doing that. But doing that guest spot and getting asked questions and it was, it was really, uh, it was great for me. Um, so I had other people ask if, if they could be on my show. And I was like, well, I'm not really ready for it. And then I kind of circled back after being a guest. I was like, let's do it. So I invited Ben. That's the gentleman that I was first a guest on to do my show. And that was really great too. Um, <laughs> so uh, there were other people that I wanted to be on. And I kind of said, you know, maybe later at some point. And so I reached back out to them and, so we've done a few of these, um, and I've got another one coming out um, tomorrow morning, and hopefully this will be out before that episode. But um, yeah, really, really kind of neat. Um, I'm getting a lot out of it. I'm seeing the perspectives, you know, from these questions from people, and really starting to hear their stories about how they, uh, how their parents were and the knowledge and wisdom that they got from them and how that applies to their lives without getting uh, too deep into it. I mean, listen to the podcast, you know, listen to some of these interviews and see what you take away from it. I mean, I can tell you this, I've taken away a lot of it, a lot from it already. Um, I think about it quite a bit. It's, it's been a, it's, it's been a changer for me. Um, I would say this is probably one of the more significant things that's happened to me in a long time, as far as the uh, my brain goes. <laughs> uh, being able to um, have that kind of energy, that creative juice, the uh, the perspectives that I, I just wasn't expecting, um, it's been pretty awesome. So I, I've got to say that's that's been pretty nice. Um, what else has been going on? Um, podcasting wise, um, we, the pervert, the Royal, we, um, we've upgraded, um, quite a bit of, of our sound stuff. And so we're still on this kind of journey to craft a better sound, craft a better episode. And obviously it's all kind of works in progress. I don't think I'll ever be 100% happy with it, but it, it, it's a journey. You know, it's kind of like guitar, I, I play guitar very poorly, <laughs> but I try, I try really hard. And, um, in the guitar world, they talk about chasing tone and you're always trying to get a better sound. And I, I feel like probably more often than not, I, I spend way more time chasing tone when I should be chasing the actual art of guitar and what I should be learning how to play, but I enjoy it. And, you know, it makes me feel good and yeah, I'm, I don't know if I'll ever be a publicly, publicly performing musician, but I, I do enjoy the music. I really do. 
And that's, that's worth the price of admission. Um, but the, probably about the same thing in podcasting. I think podcasting people are always kind of chasing that. Unless you're NPR people. And I think NPR has really great standards and they do it incredibly well, at least in my opinion. And, um, yeah. But, um, anyway, so I've upgraded some gear. <laughs> it's a little bit more on the expensive side, but it, it, it certainly has helped. Definitely. Um, microphone wise, um, I'm using something called a, uh, road, uh, roadcaster pro it's made by road roads made in Australia, which coincidentally is also where I was made. Uh, believe it or not. Um, I'm also using one of their pod mics and they're not a sponsor, but if, Road is listening. If Road wants to be a sponsor, another fellow Australian, um, be sure and let me know. I love I love your products. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm yeah, I, I'm just a fan now. I really am. Um, their their system makes sense. Um, it's not overly complicated, but it, but it has some technological capabilities that somebody like myself who really is kind of on the tech side, really likes those types of things. Um, but it's great. I've got all these great buttons. I can play our intro music, you know, like this and just go, Hey, that's cool. I can make sound effects and, or I can go back in time. Oh yeah. Going back in time. Um, it's got multiple channels. It's, it's just a really great thing. Um, and so I've inadvertently, I've, I've been trying to, you're going to hear this microphone moving around. Um, I've tried to really kind of up that game. So hopefully it's it's paying off. Um, on the flip side, I've been doing a lot more audio engineering re- research as far as um, like what to do after you recorded it, how to make it sound better, you know, be the production aspect of it. And so hopefully if you're a long-time listener, hopefully you are, um, maybe this is sounding better. Um, but if it isn't, you know, please drop me a line at ynmfshow at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook at ynmfshow. Um, we've also opened up our Instagram page. Um, I believe it's ynmfshow at, or Instagram slash ynmfshow. Um, so yeah, we'll be posting some pictures in there some other things to just kind of keep everybody in the know and uh, maybe make you laugh. And maybe some of it will be interesting, motivational, um, all the above, hopefully. Um, Speaking of which, so I'm doing another interview. This is probably going to be the last uh, person I have on my show as an interviewer or as a guest, um, probably for a little while. I think for maybe the next month or two, but, um, this guy's is a really great podcaster. Um, he's got some really great, um, motivational, educational information. I think he'd be a great interview. So let's, let's hope that we have an amazing time. And so, um, that podcast should be dropping next week. Um, probably on Saturday morning. Cause that seems like the, the better schedule for us to, to do that in. Um, what else? Oh, I'm actually going to be on a guest slot for some British or UK 
podcast. It's like a 15 minute spot. So that'll be happening tomorrow. Um, what else? Um, so for the business I run, co-run multiple people, um, I'm going to start doing a podcast. So that's one of the things I've got on my plate for this weekend to actually create that business podcast and really kind of give more value to our customers than uh, we receive in return, hopefully via education and just really try to help people from that perspective. So I'm spending a lot of time doing these things and um, I'm trying to make a conscious effort to schedule time with our family and the kids, obviously. So as a father, it's a, uh, it's a challenge. Um, you know, I'm certainly, I think I've been late to the party all my life. <laughs> um, basically with everything. Um, I, I think I didn't I looked like a kid for a lot longer than I did. And uh true story. I got invited <laughs> to this committee uh, for a pro- professional association that I'm on. And uh, anyway, I, I think it's supposed to be for people under 40. And for some reason, they think I'm under 40. and I'm not. I'm 47. And uh, anyway, goes to show you, you know, I'm, I'm late to the party physically. And a lot of times I, I think I've been late to the party mentally. Um, I, I, I slow to mature. <laughs> um, I, I don't age quickly. Doesn't seem like it. Um, although if you take a close-up picture of my face, you'd probably be like, mm, yeah, probably wrong. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think at probably 30, I was five years too late. <laughs> or maybe 10 years too late. Even here at 47, um, in a lot of ways, I, I feel, I still feel like I'm in my 20s or 30s. I guess that's a good attitude to have, you know, sometimes physically, you know, like in the wintertime, my back starts to to hurt and, uh, yeah, I don't feel like 30 then, but, um, yeah, anyway, um, dealing with kids, (laughs) dealing, it sounds like, oh my God, it's a, it's, it's a horrible deal. It's, it's, it really isn't. It's just more of, um. You know, I guess you just don't have like a true game plan. You know, if you had an instruction manual that explained everything, would it help? Probably, maybe. Um, (laughs) And if you did, would it be, would it take some of the mystery out of life? It probably would. It probably wouldn't be as exciting. Sometimes I ponder these things where, you know, we kind of go through life and you're like, wow, I really wish I'd known that. But isn't life kind of meant to be more of that? I don't know. I've talked about instruction manuals. Um, it's funny, as a kid, I think my mother actually had a, uh, it was like a, I forget what it was called, but it was it was like the the women's handbook or instruction manual or whatever. And it was very detailed and brief. So, I mean, it can't, you can't put all of life's challenges and troubles, but it had an incredible amount of detail and pictures and all this other stuff. And, um, (laughs) 
I feel like everybody should have a copy of that for, for both, you know, if you're as a, as a guy, you should have one for yourself and you should have one for a woman and, and vice versa. It was really interesting to see like, here is typically what happens to a woman's body. And this is typically what they have to deal with. And, all these other different types of things. It's funny, you know, different women I've talked to just joking around. I've, I've mentioned that I've seen this book before and they were like, geez, I wish I had this thing. Um, and, and I, I guess maybe they made a, a guy's version. You know, I would like to see it. Um, I think at some point I actually did track down what it was and I found it on archive.org or, or some lending library or, or something. But, um, yeah, it's, um, it was like, hmm, okay. Yeah, I could, I could, I could use a copy of this. So I, I, I think in, in the back of my mind that this show is trying to be more of that, you know, father's guide to a father's owner's manual. You know, it's like, it's like your father, great, um, you know, this is, this is what's going on. <laughs> that type of thing. Um, yeah. You know, how do you deal with this? Um, but I guess circling back to my point, I don't know how to juggle what I'm doing with the kids and the business and, you know, my wife and our relationship. You know, I'm kind of, juggling so many things like I've got all these balls up in the air and I don't want to let any of them drop but I mean if there's one thing in life you're going to drop a ball every once in a while I guess the key is to pick it up and keep going you know you can't stop I think that's probably one of the more powerful things I've heard recently I've been listening to a lot of these motivational speeches and I'll tell you I am not one for <laughs> motivational speeches or motivational um, speakers in general, um, it, it kind of falls on deaf ears for me. You know, I think it's the tone. I think it's the person. Uh, I think there's a lot of that part that just doesn't resonate me with, with me. But I, I did listen to a few things by a gentleman named Les Brown and Les Brown is an amazing man. Um, he, he has like a direct current to my thought process as far as the way he talks and resonating in my mind. Um, it's right there. Um, really, really right there. Um, and not to sound out of place, but I'm white. <laughs> you probably may have gotten that or maybe you don't, I don't know. Um, I don't really think about it too much, but sometimes it, it does strike me as, um, I think people would find it unusual. I don't find it unusual, but I think people would find it unusual. Um, how much black men are role model to me. Um, I've actually got an episode that's going to be coming out here shortly about, um, one of my favorite role models of all time is, um, uh, the character Benjamin Sisko from Deep Space Nine. First black captain on Star Trek and my favorite captain even to this day. Uh, amazing character so much that you know, I've written a podcast episode about it. 
but um, I don't know. I, I, I think that, I don't know. It's hard to say. Now, what is it about the color of somebody's skin that has anything to do with this? Nothing at all. Just to me, it's, it's a coincidence. I think, I don't know. Or, or maybe that there's some kind of knowledge or experience that has changed the way they think, the way they talk. And, and this is strict generalization, but um, it is interesting. It's an interesting pattern that I've seen. And um, wisdom can come from so many different places, so many different people, regardless of race, sex, age, religion, culture, creed, sexuality. It doesn't matter. I mean, we're all humans. You know, we wake up and we have to do the things that we have to do and we live, we love. Ultimately, we die. You know, and we pass along the knowledge that we we've we've attained and it doesn't matter where it comes from, whether it's a book or it's a person or a podcast just like this one, um, it, whatever you can use. I, I say this sometimes in business. Do what it takes to win. Obviously, you know, there's, there's some things that, hey, don't do anything legal, illegal. You know, do it the right way. Do it the smart way. You know, be honest. You know, um, have integrity. But do what it takes to win. You know, what do you need to do? I need to do this. We'll do it. Well, if you could do this to to win, could could that help you out? Sure, do it. Um, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to say. Um, but having different people from different walks of life be on the show has helped me, has helped motivate me. And so I guess where I'm going with this is... Um, I'm going to do another episode that really kind of explains more my own internal motivations. And then I'm actually going to start doing some motivational podcast. And before you think I'm turning Tony Robbins or whoever else, and this show is going to get that kind of boring. Trust me, it's not. I'm not going to be that motivational speaker. I'm not going to beat a point like a dead horse and, um, really become this super boring person, hopefully. <laughs> um, but I want to leave something behind for my kids um, and anybody who really needs motivation. They need somebody to remind them about how awesome that they are and that they have a mission that they need to do, that they need to keep going. And so those, that's what those are going to be. It's going to be things that I do that hopefully will resonate with people like Les Brown resonates with me and my education and my experiences that can help people get beyond what they, what they are and hopefully be that thing that pushes them to the next day, the next level of excellence that, you know, helps them get through that. I mean, do I have that ability? Yes, I do. <laughs> Can I believe it sometimes? Sometimes it's hard to believe. 
Um, we all need motivation. We all need somebody in our corner to be the one to, to help you to keep going, you know, somebody to lean on, whether it's emotionally, physically, or anything else. Um, we all are here because of the people that laid the path before us. So I think it's our duty to continue that path, to make the path easier for those that follow behind us. You know, we're all, we're all kind of running behind somebody else. And then once they stop, it's your contributions that help the other people that are going to keep pushing that path forward. And ultimately, I think that's what life is about. So that's where I, that's where I hope that motivational podcast will take us. And so they won't be the typical format. Um, I think I've got to put a little bit of music behind it, maybe. I don't know. I even kind of thought about making my own music. <laughs> You look at my office and you're like, guitars and stuff and music. And it's like, where's your music at? It's like, you're right. You're absolutely right. Why is my music not out there? Uh, so maybe it's time to do that. Maybe it won't happen this weekend, but we'll we'll figure it out. It's, it's definitely going to happen um, tonight. So look for that. Um, I'm sorry, it'll be tomorrow morning for most of most of the of the world, I guess. Um what else? What else is going on? Um we had parent teacher conferences this week. The weather was pretty bad, so some of that had to get delayed, but overall the kids are doing pretty well. Um the typical teenager things, but um Conan and his age, you know, he's, he's doing really well. I've, I've been pretty impressed by him. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say that one of our kids is better than the other or, or any worse. Um, they're all different in some ways the same, but I'm proud of them. Nevertheless, they, uh, they amaze me every day. Um, yeah, <laughs> I posted something on Facebook and, it kind of just came out and it, it was definitely from the heart, but you know, in the beginning, Sophia, you know, when she was born, um, she was this little light in my life. You know, I, I didn't quite know her. She was very much a, a mama's girl in the beginning and she wanted her mother all the time and she played with me and, and but it, there was a relationship that I think was missing with me and her for a while until she got a little less needy on mother. And um, anyway, now she's this light that eclipses the sun, you know, inside of me. And she's she's powerful in that way. She's she's amazing. Sarcastic teenager. <laughs> but still amazing. And uh, I was reading this book by, uh, actually it's the autobiography of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And say what you will about him, um, he's his message has kind of resonated with me. But he had a similar type of thing happen with his kids, and um, for all his other kids, he jumped in there and did everything that he could with them. Now, admittedly, I didn't go as gung ho as him, but I did that with Conan as much as I could, and we had a, a strong relationship really quickly. 
and it was meaningful. It was something that if I could go back in time and change me, I would have done that with my daughter. And that's something that I, if you're going to take one thing away from this podcast, um, do that, be that, that parent, you know, do everything with that child. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to say fight for being the, the most wanted parent, but man, go for it. You know, be that, be competitive as long as it doesn't get out of hand. I know some people can, that you can kind of get out of hand with that. And, you know, kids don't need that. Um, I'm having it turn down my noise gate because my noise gate's kicking in way too much. <sighs> the trials and tribulations of podcasting. Man, what did I tell you? Um, anyway. Um, that's pretty much it for today's extras. Um, I don't know if we have anything else going on in long range plans for the podcast outside of we definitely want to churn out at least an episode a day. If an episode a day, geez, what am I talking about? An episode a week. That That's what I'm looking for. Um, definitely. Um, not every day. Wow. Jeez. Um, and sometimes I, I'm actually publishing more than once a week, but I, I think in general, you should expect at least one episode a week. Um, some podcasters kind of bank a bunch of episodes and, you know, let it go week to week to week to week. And, you know, they've got them scheduled and they do a whole bunch at one time. They don't do anymore. Um, at some point, maybe I'll do that. But realistically now, no, I mean, I'll try to get as many out there as I can. I enjoy it. It's, it's not too difficult. If you want to do a podcast, you should do one. Totally. Um, I think it's kind of addicting. It's, it's interesting. Um, I have yet to have any listener feedback, I guess, really. So I'm hoping that I'm doing a good job. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I guess, you know, a lot of times it's, uh, what we were talking about the other day, I was talking to somebody, one of, one of the people I was interviewing, um, no, actually it wasn't. I think it was I think it was a business person who does a podcast. But anyway, um you were talking about the movie called um Pump Up the Volume. It's basically where this kid goes to a kind of an uptight community and um he's definitely not uptight, but he starts his own pirate radio station. And as a kid I saw that and I was like, I wanna do that. <laughs> And uh, where he got the benefit of getting viewer mail, um, I haven't gotten any of that. But it's still fun for me. And as long as there's one person out there listening, I'll still do it. Um, I'll just keep on going. I definitely will. Um, but that's it for today, True Believers. Um, yeah, so chances are that if you've listened to this episode, that motivational speech is already up and it's ready to go. Um, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll kind of take it from there. Um, so yeah, if you're listening, geez, what I love to hear from you. Um, 
in any way. So YNMF show at gmail.com. You've also got uh, Facebook YNMF show and um, on Instagram as well now. Um, I don't know if I'll ever do a Twitter, but um, anyway, we'd love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you. Um, We really sincerely hope that you enjoy these podcasts. And just remember, um, if you're a fan of us, we're a fan of you. We're in your corner. We're, we believe in you. So take that to heart. And um, yeah, we'll see you next time on You're Not My Father. Hooray. (laughs) 